Hi, I'm Clark Dunn, your host of the Beyond Rockets podcast. Huntsville, Alabama is primarily known for being the Rocket City because of its close association with the U.S. space mission. But Huntsville is so much more than that. Huntsville is home to many high-tech companies, entrepreneurs involved in interesting startups, talented creatives, and much, much more. My goal is to introduce you to some of these individuals that are taking Huntsville beyond the rocket. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down and talk with the Paper, Paper Petals Co., uh, which is a handcrafted paper flower studio that specializes in creating gift bouquets and also teaching people how to make their own paper paper flowers through their group classes. Thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, so I'm Anthony Ngo. I'm one of the co-owners here at the Paper Petals Co. Um, so I am Tao's partner, where she's the main creative of the flowers, or a lot of these flowers are her vision, and she really like is the one who kind of pulls it together. I handle more of the business side stuff, like customer service, making sure orders ship out on time, and handling like the website and social media okay. and things like that. But we work hand in hand in everything really since it's mainly just the two of us here. So <laughs> yes. that's mainly my role. And my name is Tao. Like you say, I am the creative of the business. Uh, I create all the flowers. Um, whenever we launch new collections or teaching classes, I'll be more of the hands-on person. Okay. Are you all originally from Huntsville, or did work or family bring you all here? I am originally from Vietnam. I actually moved here when I was 11 years old, um, and we came to Huntsville because of family. Okay. So I'm actually from Huntsville. I was born here and been here pretty much all my life. Okay. Um, I'm also Vietnamese. My parents and family were from Vietnam, but they came over when they were young, so I was born here and just been here ever since. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about what your background was in prior to doing flowers. Uh, what were y'all, did y'all go to school uh, for, in, for college for something? Or, and what, what kind of jobs did you have before you started this? So I um, was in college um, stu- studying supply chain management at UH, actually. Okay. Yeah, so um, beside that, I also wor- work at a receptionist as a nail salon. Okay. So that was prior what I was doing with Pebble Flowers. Okay. So I also was uh, in college, I was studying accounting and finance uh, here at UAH. And I guess we started this while we were in college. Uh, I believe, yeah, while we were in college, we started the Paper Pedals Co. And then after college, we got a studio here at Lowell Mill and just kind of just kept running with this ever since. So in college, you kind of uh, you kind of had this idea to start this paper Paper Petals Co. Uh, was the idea coming from something that you thought the there was just not a no one was doing it, or did you or did you see somebody doing it but you thought you could do it better? Or how did this kind of come about? Well, actually, uh, I just one of my friends actually asked me to decorate his wedding. That was five years ago, and I always loved arts and crafts. I actually made paper flowers when I was um, first came here. I didn't know any English, so I made origami paper flowers at school as a way to pass time and just, um, I guess, connecting with other students too because as they see me making paper flowers, they um, would come around and try to be friend with me. So that was a really fond memory that I had. Um, but five years ago, a friend asked me to decorate his wedding and I was like, you know, I wanted to make it really special for him and I was like, why don't I make paper flowers? Just a thought, like decorations yeah. and... So I did that for him, and after his wedding, I was obsessed. This time, I made it with crepe paper flowers, not origami. Okay. And uh, it's definitely different techniques, but 
I really liked it, and I, I tried my hands out on making other types of flowers, and yeah, after that, my room eventually covered flowers to <laughs> corner to corner. I didn't even have room to walk, and I told him like, what if we try craft shows? You know, like I needed more room to make more flowers. Yeah. So we went to our first craft shows a few months after, and I mean, it was just purely a hobby that I wanted to turn into a business. It wasn't like thinking, oh, w is there a market for it? Yeah. You know, I'll just try, try it out. And there's actually a market for it. Once we yeah. get into craft shows, like there's weddings, you know, uh, people who don't want to take care of uh, real flowers, they can get paper flowers. They last forever. And um, allergy, they contain no allergen. So they're perfect for people who are allergic to real flowers and also hospitals like they don't let you bring real flowers in um, especially in the intensive care unit so paper flowers is a great w substitute for that um, but yeah so w when you first started it I mean it seemed like it was kind of like it picked up pretty quickly like the success of it with the first wedding and going to this craft shows did it take a long time from that first event to then having your next event or did it kind of happen pretty quickly I I feel like it happened pretty quickly because um, after our first craft show that we went to, our first thought after was, when's the next one? When's the next one? So we would just kind of research everyone that's coming up. And there was, around that time, there was a lot of them. There was one, I'd say, almost every month or two. And then we just kept going to anyone we could just to kind of get our name out there, see how well our flowers were doing, and just see kind of what the general market reception was. So I, I do feel like it went pretty quick, at least from my point of view, just because after every craft show, we were always thinking, what's the next one? And trying to prepare and create inventory for that next yeah. one going forward. Mm -hmm. um, I would say within the year, like since there's nobody in Huntsville doing this, it, people, when they found out that um, these are made out of paper flowers, they were very shocked. and. I think we're, we were doing pretty good on, on social media as well, yeah. and people found out about us through there, um, a lot of them, and then going to shows, it, just getting our names out there, and I think it's fairly quickly within a year um, or so, like, more and more people know about us. I guess I'll say, too, like, I guess when it's only two people, I guess everything feels quick because you got so much to do between the two of us that yeah. yeah, it just feels like a rush. So. Did the decision, when you kind of started this in, in college, did this decision ever come up like I'm not I shouldn't do this full time like I shouldn't go after this or was it always a always a thought like I want to do this full time like full time like this would be the great like this is my dream job. I mean, um, I actually went to college. I was thinking like I'm going to, you know, work for a corporate job or something after I graduate. That's why I was in college in the first place. Yeah. But um, in my sophomore year, I made or um, made paper flowers and. You know, the more we're doing it, and sometimes I have self-doubt, like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm going to try my best to make it work so once I graduate, I can do this full-time. So it was a goal for me to set, like, okay, once I graduate, if this business um, is successful and, like, I be able to make a stable income out of it, I'm going to do this full-time. And that's exactly what happened. So once we, uh, once I graduated, we got a studio here at Lomio, and things just really kicked up like ever since. So d this, I get, it's it's crazy to see just like how quickly that success was. I mean, for someone to go from making it in your house, 
uh, five years ago to pretty quickly from making it in your house to even having your own space. How much of a kind of like a, how did that moment when you got this first space and you were able to have a separate space from where you lived to like create and like be creative and do all this, like how important was that for y'all? I, th I think getting a studio here was just extremely important. Normally when people do ask us, what is that one moment that really stands out to you guys in, I guess, your paper pedals journey? I usually say it is getting a studio here at Low Mill because I guess creating at home is one thing, but and then when, but when you have customers trying to order from you and then you need to meet them somewhere or get a package to them, and we used to, in the very beginning, say, okay, we'll meet you here at Low Mill and we'll deliver your package to yeah. you. But having a, a space that where everyone can just walk in and browse our flowers in person and not just online or through Instagram or so, and then pick up their orders here from us. I think, to me, that was just extremely important, just having a physical storefront here at Low Mill and just being exposed to all the traffic here. Yeah. And we would have so many customers come in and be like, oh, I used to follow you guys to all your craft shows, and now you have a store here. And to me, that was just a, it was a really, really important moment being able to get a studio here at Low Mill. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting a studio here um, means that... <laughs> Because like before getting a studio, I used to cater my workshops to people locations. So having a physical locations, people can come to my workshops. And usually like the workshop would be private groups, you know, but now I have my own physical space. I can host public workshops. Anybody can sign up, they can come in and learn how to make paper flowers with me. So that was a really big deal for us. And like, I, that, that's like what's insane to me is just like how quickly and like, I like, I know being creative is something that it's, you can do it anywhere, but having that space that's solely to say, okay, here's, when I'm here, it's work. And when I go home, like I still might be working, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't feel the same. Yes, definitely. It's uh, like, you get away all that distractions. Like there's no kitchen, no bed, like just a space where I can go in and focus just creating. So you, you start doing this paper flowers and you start seeing some pretty good success from it. Um, when did this, this was the social media growth and like, I mean, cause like right now y'all are sitting at a, 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 you have quite a few followers. I mean, I think it's like 17,000. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, how was that growth? Just like, did it happen? Like, was there a certain event you can say, Oh, when this happened, like we saw a lot of people come in or has it been just steady grow growth throughout this whole journey? I probably say it was more of a steady growth. I think, over time, we've always just tried to consistently post our products and whatever new that we've been working on or creating and just engaging with whoever comes to our Instagram and the community and things. I, there are certain posts where if we post like a video of us doing something, there's been a few spikes here and there, but I'd say for the most part throughout all these what, five or six years, it's been more of a steady growth, just consistently posting our products and just different things we're working on or different updates or news. And to me, it's been, it's been pretty steady. Like, just yeah. I'll say the same, yeah. Just steady. And we always try to um, be consistent with our posting. Because, you know, like, if you, like, don't post for, like, a whole month, this Instagram algorithm is so weird. Yeah. And sometimes it's <laughs> giving us some headache. Yeah. But uh, we do pretty well with our hashtag and... I try to be creative, creating something that uh, nobody had ever created before. And I do my own styles and people love what we do here. So I think, and paper flowers, they're very attractive to look at yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, like, it, that's what's like, insane is like, 
I think if I was just to come by not knowing that y'all do paper flowers mm-hmm. and sell your stuff, I wouldn't even have known. I mean, like, it is just such a, like, you all can see it on camera. Um, it is such a beautiful flower, and it's, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Just the art behind it is, is, is awesome. How, do you see a lot of your customers, or a lot of your customers locally, or do you ship a lot of your products all over the country? I say it's a mixture of both. We definitely do have a lot of people, or like, ever since we moved to Low Mill, a lot of people locally have been able to find out about us um, just by walking through Low Mill and seeing us here. But we have a lot of people that also order uh, and ship across the U.S. to someone like a family member or so, because we ship all over the U.S. And then I think especially during this past year with the pandemic where people not being able to gather, we have uh, our craft boxes where people can kind of create at home through our kits. And we've had a lot of people shipping a kit to maybe their aunt and their cousin who lives in California or New York. And then they'll get a kit themselves here in Huntsville and they'll create it together on Zoom or so. That's awesome. Yeah, so... (laughs) I, I say it's a really good mixture of both locally here in Huntsville and just shipping all across the country. Um, so did the did the boxes that y'all created um, for people to make their own flowers, did that start during the pandemic out of necessity or is that something you've always done before but you just kind of now marketed a little differently because of COVID? We actually created a few years ago, actually. I think a little after we started hosting workshops, we created kits that people can make at home. But during the pandemic, we did see that this is a great activity for people who can't go out and do something. So we started creating more craft boxes than we normally would. And we put out a few more during the pandemic that, yeah, we had a lot of people love and just say, man, this really gave me something to do while I've been stuck at home in the house with my family and we're all bored and we're getting tired of watching TV. So I think we did focus more on that, on the creation side during the pandemic. Yeah, for the craft boxes, um, I used to go to workshops. And when I first started out, um, people really loved making paper flowers at the workshops. So after the workshop, they would be like, I want to make more. I want to make the whole arrangement. And I was like, hey, like a craft box would be a a great idea because they can make more at home. You know, they have we have our own templates, a video that they can follow step by step and all the materials they need. It's like this, um, the paper that we use is, you can't find it at local craft stores, like Hobby Lobby or Michael store. Like you can't find any of that. And, and I source my own um, crepe paper. So people have access to these flowers through the craft, craft box that they can make at home. Um, when the pandemic hits, uh, we more focus on the, you know, we had to cancel our, all of our workshops. And I was like, we have the craft box that people can learn at home. So we focus um, intensely on the, you know, rolling out different types of flowers that people can make and just throughout the whole pandemic. So y'all, I mean, to start this business so young, I mean, y'all were just out of college. What advice, I mean, there's, there's some things that like being a business owner, you don't necessarily know when you jump into it. What is one thing that you, when you started, you didn't know anything about and that you've had to learn a lot about over this journey? I guess one piece of it, something that we did learn was knowing our market. Um, I say that because in the beginning, to get our name out there, we went to like a lot of craft shows. Um, just any craft show that we could find just to kind of test the waters and see how every craft show has a different theme. So different, how different customers would react to our flowers and the demand. So I think certain craft shows are super successful. Some of them aren't as successful. And that's something we 
did have to learn in the beginning because you know when you first start out you don't know what to expect you're just going into every craft show just excited just to be there but i do think through the highs and lows of of the different craft shows we did kind of start to learn what does our target customer look like or what is kind of the the niche of people who are interested in our flowers and i guess what sort of areas like what themes of craft shows are, are not really fit for us and i think that's something that it's, you, you really do learn in the beginning because, like I said, you don't know what to expect in the beginning. It's just, I'm doing this as our passion. We just want to share our flowers. So you go up and down through that. But that, I think the craft shows really was a good learning experience for us. For me, it was paper flowers. When we first started out, um, we didn't have anybody to show us the rope. And we just kind of went into it blindly. And... You know, people think, when they think of paper flowers, uh, when we first started out, they think of cheap tissue paper flowers. They have a connotation that paper flowers are cheap. So we had to go to these craft shows, like get our products in people's eyes and like show them, hey, these are quality paper flowers that you can keep in your house for years. And like just kind of really like put ourselves out there and like show people that, you know, this is what we do. And kind of also a way to market research also knowing what types of customer, like he say, you know, who would buy from us and what sells and what's not. So that's definitely something. I'll even say too that our very first craft show, when we applied to it, the, the lady who was running it, she told us when we got there, she said, when I saw in your application that you guys do paper flowers, I thought, oh, are they talking about those tissue paper flowers? I don't think I want them here. And they said, but when I saw the pictures you guys submitted, she said, no way, that is paper? Okay, I have to get them in here. So we did, through that, we did learn, yeah, like we have to market ourselves in a way too where people aren't thinking just like tissue paper flowers or so. The, the European crepe paper we use is completely different. What, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start their own business? Say um, you got to be comfortable putting yourself out there. Um, especially if you're doing something like physical product, nobody knows about it. Put yourself out there, whether that is going through craft shows, networking, pop-up shops, whatever you can do to put your hands in, uh, put your products in the hand of the customers. Um, that I would say that's really big. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that because um, the craft shows that we did go to in the beginning. I keep talking about the craft shows because I feel like that was such a, that was really where we started. Um, so many of our customers have told us, oh, I found out about you through this show, or I follow you guys on Instagram because I saw you here. And I do think that was an integral part of our growth just because before we had a store, that was the only way for us to put ourselves in front of people, right, besides Instagram. So I do think what Tal said is being comfortable putting yourself out there and talking to people and really kind of spreading your own name because you're your best advertiser, right? Yeah. So I do think that's really important for the growth of your business, especially in the beginning when you don't really have any traction yet. Yeah. How much of y'all's success thus far would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time? And how much would you contribute to your hard work? I think I would say it's a mixture, I think. I think we worked hard to put ourselves in the right place at the right time. I, I do think it kind of falls back on what we just said is putting yourself out there. You kind of have to work hard to put yourself in the place where you will get noticed or where you can network with other people so they know that you're even on the map. And then I think 
we also got really fortunate that the community here has really accepted us really well. We, we've gotten so much community support that we never could have expected in the beginning that the customers we've met through our craft shows, through here, people just seeing us at Low Mill or meeting through other business owners. So many of the customers, they will come to our studio or they'll even text us or call us and say, oh, hey, I had an idea. I think if you did this, this would really help your business. Or I saw this one show or this one magazine I think you'd be perfect for, which to me, that, that customers take the time out of their day to come to us and just talk to us about how they think they can make us more successful, like really speaks a lot to me. So I feel fortunate that we were able to be put into a place where we can meet customers like that who really truly support us like for years and well like personally just text us ideas or just congratulations on just all kinds of different things so i do think it's a good mixture of both and they kind of go hand in hand about hard work and being in the right place at the right time how can people connect with you and support you in what you're doing do you like us uh, the, the social medias and websites where can they find you I'd say just drop by our studio or say hi, Browser Flowers, or give us a follow on, on Instagram or shoot us a message. We're always just, we love to chat with our customers. Um, we have so many people who come in and we'll share stories about flowers or people who used to make paper flowers as well or share about how their mom or their cousin reacted to getting our bouquet. And we love chatting with people. And uh, like I said, just drop by our studio. and Or I guess also... We are moving studios as well. Uh, right now we're on the second floor of Low Mill and we're moving to the first floor in Studio 1047 next month. So if you stop by, stop by our new studio downstairs. Well, thank you again uh, for sitting down and talking with me. It was great learning more about what you do and I continue to look forward to your success in Huntsville um, for years to come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date on the new episodes and the events that are going on in Huntsville. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed.